Hey, it's me. I want to thank you kindly for tuning into the Paul Leslie Hour. I'm saddened to say that the legendary country singer Charlie Pride has passed away. He was one of the last country legends of his kind. It's a sad time for the country music world, and I think a sad time for music as a whole. On this episode, I'm presenting a previously unreleased interview with Charlie Pride. This is an audio version. There's also an audio-visual version, which you can get on YouTube. You can also watch the video of the interview on thepaulleslie.com. Just go to thepaulleslie.com and search for Charlie Pride. This was recorded backstage. You're going to hear a bluegrass band rehearsing nearby. I've done my best to get the sound as good as possible. The interview was recorded just a few minutes before Charlie Pride took the stage. It was a fabulous concert. I'll never forget it. My most distinctive and lasting memories are of how many people I saw who walked up and said, I love you, Charlie, and how many people hugged him and how many people he hugged, shook hands with or put his arms around. After the concert, he was there for a very long time, signing autographs, taking pictures, and you could really feel the love. It was truly something beautiful to witness. Please listen to some of Charlie Pride's great music in his memory. I thank you again for tuning in. Ladies and gentlemen, it's a great pleasure to welcome the incomparable Charlie Pride. Mr. Pride, thank you very much for making the time to do this. Well, we've been trying to get here. We came up over the mountain. There was a lot of traffic, but we got here. Well, I think most stories are best from the beginning. Tell us about some of the music you heard growing up in Mississippi. I heard a lot of music, but the music I chose to, to sing and be a part of was country music. My dad, we had an old field called Radio, and Daddy, he, not, he didn't let any of us mess with the knobs on the radio. So whatever we heard on the field called Radio was what Daddy heard. So he used to get the Grand Ole Opry out of Nashville. We live uh, about 200 and some miles away, so about 270 miles down in Mississippi, because I'm uh, just uh, 54 miles below Memphis. So we get to 50,000 watts. That's what we listen to. And, of course, my dad, like I say, he had other shows that he liked to listen to, like uh, shows nowadays be Law and Order. Was, we, our shows we listened to back when I was growing up, and you know, I'm going to tell my age, <laughs> Pippa McGee and Molly and, and the gangbusters and that sort of thing, Mr. District Attorney. So, uh, and then we we listened to my mother. In fact, my mother, she loved listening to it, uh, to the opera so much. She she wrote and got um, pictures of the opera. All the, you know, they take pictures of them with all in the group, you know, and, and on some two of the corners. And I tell her, since I've been in the business, now, I tell people that uh, there was a guy named uh, um, uh, David Cobb. He was a, a announcer. So, And I want to say this. The first time I ever saw a TV was in my hometown of Sledge, Mississippi. We went to this, this guy had a store. He had TV sitting up there in the First person I saw, uh, singers I saw on TV was Roy Acuff and the Smoky Mountain Boy, believe that or not. Wow. And uh, so 
it just I just listen to it like everybody else, you know, and I'd hear a song that I like and I still do love Ernest Tubb. He the one brought me on the on the Grand Ole Opry in nineteen sixty seven, January first. So and I still love the I, I listen to now the called Sirius Radio or Ro, Willie's Roadhouse, I mean and they play him all the time and uh, I still like in fact I like him more now than I did when I was first started listening to him. I'm talking about Ernest Tubb. I really like his I'm glad about sex as a year. Well, you know, you just mentioned Willie Nelson. There have been a lot of artists you've both performed with uh, and recorded duets with. Is it possible to pick a favorite duet partner? No. Because <laughs> uh, the only duets I have done, we, we almost done one of them. I, I think we could still fix it up. I did a do that with George Jones before he passed away called You Bring the Ball and I'll Bring the I'll Bring the Ball and You Bring the News, something like that. And of course I just did my uh, I have I've done uh, three gospel albums and one while I was with RCA and one the label I'm with now. And uh, my wife said to me, we was getting ready before we went in and got everything done, she says why don't you go back and so you got some good songs. That matter of fact, why don't you call Dolly Parton and see if she's got a good a good gospel song? I said, I'm not gonna call Dolly because I used to I used to travel with her her and Porter. That was one of the first couples I traveled with, you know. She said, Well I'll call her. So she called Dolly and and Dolly said, Yeah, I got a song. Not only will I let him have it, I'll do it with him. So it's called God's Coloring Book. I'll be doing it tonight too. But it's a pretty song. She wrote it when she was 19 years old. You've recorded so many different songs. You've recorded a couple of songs written by Ben Peters. Uh, a lot of uh, more than a couple. Yeah, by ben a, a few. Yeah. Quite a few. Yeah. Uh, the late Cowboy Jack. You recorded a lot of his songs. Yeah, he produced most all of the songs you're listening to me doing now. Could it be possible to pick your favorite songwriter? No. There's too many of them that I've done their songs. I, I, I can say this, I've done more Ben Peters and more Johnny Dawkins and, and John, John Swears. I've, I've done recorded so many different other people. So, But I, I would say that I've recorded more of their songs than I have anybody else. So, so if you're going to go that way, that's the best way I can give it as to asking me to pick up a certain artist that wrote, but those are the ones I did the most songs of. What do you think of the state of country music today? Well, it's not like ours, you know, when we started out. I, I try to answer that kind of question by saying that, um, I'm a traditionalist, and uh, that's 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 what I'll always be. But I think country music today is kind of seventy rock, about round seventy rock would be the way the best to describe it. And what I try to do, I try to say to someone, "What do you want to start to work your way up to where it ended, where where the traditionalist ended?" So I start my 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 uh, calculation is this is that uh, whether you want to, I, I lump it all into Roy Acuff, I just mentioned him a while ago, and Bill Monroe, and 
and and and uh, of course Ferdiano looks like uh, just bring it from there and then all everybody else in between I mean Hank Williams you can put everyone in there up to George Strait and I think that's where it's about stop being traditional with George Strait and and I love him I've been going to see him and hoping and praying for him I had to start somewhere else, so I used Randy Travis which I first met him I said you're going to be big <laughs> doing a, a charity thing in Nashville but which he was uh, or is, but, I, but I'd like to start with him, not that he's traditionalist or nothing like it, but I had to find somewhere to cut it off, the way I, my observance of it. George Strait, that's where it stopped, and Randy, and we had all the rest, I mean, Garth Brooks, or Tom Tim McGraw, and Chesney, everything you can throw in from there to where we are right now, I consider uh, it's, it's different in terms of the way we were as traditionalists. Like traditionalists, they are, I would say, on the rocky side. About 70. Not, not rock, rock, but I mean, about 70 rock. Is there going to be a forthcoming Charlie Pride album? Yeah. I've got about six, eight months. We're gonna, I'm trying to get my songs together now. And, uh, and it's just so hard to uh, do so many things. I, I just. Uh, and, you know, I just got back from spring training with my team, the Rangers, you know, and by the way, uh, Hugh Darvis won one to nothing last night about pictures, but what really, to say, say what has kept me so busy and everything, which has been the Rangers, I, I go to spring training a whole month with them, and I get back home and I'm sitting in my, I'm sitting in my kitchen and it says, we get to, Dallas Morning News, I live in Dallas, Texas. So, Texas Rangers, pitching, pitching staff, deleted pitching staff, deleted. <laughs> that got me. But, see, we've had so many. You know, we went back to back World Series. We didn't win either one of them, but we went back to back. And things are happening over there. And, and when I say I'm part owner, of, which I am, but you know, it's like that. We got, I, I like to explain it this way. We have two billionaires and us little folks in the ownership of the team. So, but I say to my wife a lot of times, I said, hon, I rather have, would rather have not played the game you know, when I'm looking at certain things. I said, now there you go. She said, well, stop going up in the, in the owner suite talking about it and telling everybody, telling everybody. I said, but I said, let me give you an example. We had two, three first basemen, okay. Smoke, Mitch Moreland, and, uh, and, and uh, Chris Davis. So I go to one of the billionaire owners, which is Ray, Ray Davis. I said, Ray, I said, we got three first basemen. I said, now here's the deal. I said, they all, three of them are good. So let's smoke. I didn't go over to Seattle. Mitch Moore, we keep see. But I said, but the best of the three is Chris Davis. I said, he's the best, but now he ain't hitting right now. But all we got to do is get him to hitting. How many home runs he hit last year? 54. I just thought, I'm just giving you a little. See, that's, that's. Now, if I hadn't played the game, I wouldn't have been able to observe just like that, telling you. 
the way it turned out, I'm not bragging, but it didn't turn out. Now, we have Prince, we have Prince Fielder now. And I'm telling you, I hope he get his get it together, you know. I mean, because Mitch Moreland, we still got him. And he, now we've made out of him, we've made a designated hitter, and he can play outfield and all that. So I'm just saying that uh, uh, I've been busy, <laughs> and uh, I do I do express my opinion. And as I say, my little piece, you don't do that. But it, I just, it was an example I just wanted to point out to you. So now we done lost Nolan Ryan. I don't know what's going on there. Right. So I, you know, so uh, I want to be. I wanted to be just as good a businessman as I was an entertainer, and I've done pretty good at it. But it costs you. Sometimes it costs you a whole bunch of thinking. <laughs> so for anyone who's watching this interview, wherever mm -hmm. they are, what would you like to say in closing? I like to say in closing that. I do believe, first of all, I I just I appreciate the blessings I've been given so many fans all over the world. All all over the world. And I appreciate that. And, and but my I, I believe every person, whether I, whether it be a singer, a, a worker, whatever they might do, I believe for me it was. I believe but but I believe most people grow up to try to be something to be other than get up and sleep and eat and get up and sleep and eat and lay down and get up to just they just come on this planet to just do that. So I figured uh, what I, I my dream was to do this to go to the major league because when I saw Jackie Robinson go to the major leagues I said here's my chance to get out of these cotton fields in Mississippi I can go to major leagues and so I'll go up there and break all the records that set me one by the time I'm 35 36 then I can sing. Now wouldn't it be be something? If I had gone, I was with the Angels in 61. I got there. I just didn't stay. Wouldn't have been something to be in Cooperstown Hall of Fame, the Country Music Hall of Fame, especially with these pigments. I don't think it would ever be accomplished anymore. So these are things that I think about and, and, and then not only to think about but be appreciative. That didn't happen that way, but I'm, I'm still involved with, with baseball in terms of where I am today with the Rangers and also I just like to I think I've said it. I, I appreciate all the fans. And I guess that this is what I'm supposed to be. I mean, I believe, I believe everybody's born to do something other than get up and sleep and eat. And I'm where I'm supposed to be. Nice. Uh, singing for my fans and uh, trying to do the best I can and keep chugging. That's about, that's about it. So for my last question, who is Charlie Pride? He's a kid that grew up with seven brothers and three sisters. And... Uh, Try to beat his dad picking cotton and all that and learn from him. Because another example, I'm picking cotton alongside of him. I got my two rows and he got his two rows. Today I'm going to beat him. I mean, I'm, I'm going to beat him this day. Now we get to the scales. I see you too young to probably remember, but scales, we used to, when you hang the cotton on, you take a little pea, it's called a pea. <laughs> the weight of cotton, you see. So I put my, my sack is put on that. But daddy's on there. We, we, we done finished the end of the road, you see. I'm going to get him right. So I was keeping up with him. I was I was going to get him today. I was going to. So he says, Come here, son. 
Look under there. See, cotton opens under the leaves, too, under the leaves on the stalk. You missed that one. You missed that one. You missed it. So you got everything. You picked everything in sight. See, I picked everything in sight and out of sight. He said, that's an art to everything. Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> even I got that from picking cotton. Art. That's, I said, I ain't going to forget that. That's an art to everything. And that's the kind of person I've kept that as an art to singing. There's an art to picking. There's an art to so let me find a way. Now, he does it that way. I'm going to find out he's good at it. So I'm going to find out how he does it. So I look. And that's where I... They said, well, where did you go to school? I said, Sledge Junior High. No, it was college. I didn't go to college. I finished, I finished 11th grade. But if I see a chemist over there, I said, what does a chemist do? Oh, oh there's a doctor. What do you... Said, well, I'm a, I'm a podiatrist. Well, I said, well, what's that? So I've got a lot of degrees out here. See, so when I see somebody doing something I ain't never seen before, I said, what does that mean? So I'm studying learning. I'm studying in school and help the whole thing. And I'm, the reason I'm, I'm going to do this show here tonight, I'm going to have to get up. Uh, I'm probably going to get back to, to Atlanta. But uh, what is it, two and a half hours? I guess I'm probably get in bed about maybe one. i got to get up at four, catch a six o'clock flight. Go and get with go with the wife. We're gonna go and see my grandson is go to go to Stephen F. Austin. He's gonna do a concert, a private concert, at, and he's been on the dean and the chancellor's list ever since he's been at Stephen F. Austin. So I gotta get there, dress, re-redress, get in the car and fly, drive to Stephen F. Austin and watch him do his concert. So I'm constantly, I, I'm just like a, it's just sort of like a. They, they spread me out like a rope. They stretch me out like a rope. Or they'll turn me on like a <laughs> wind me up and say, now go. So that's that's my life. But I'm not a complaining. It's just a, uh, so we, we were behind. That's why we were so late getting here today. We bumper to bumper. So the guy was driving. He said, let's go over to 85. Let's go to 85. No. <laughs> so, yes, sir. Because he got stopped because they saw him on the phone. So this, this, I said, well, I ain't going to need it. I'm sorry. I said, no. What are we going to do about it? He started telling me about some people he used to bring. He brought the coasters in here and he brought three dogs nice and said, hey, what's wrong? I said, I'm not going to be all of them. I said, we get there, we're going to do what we got to do. And he said, well, I'm so confused. You know, we can't stop all these cars and get off the bumpers. And they're getting all side up and side sideways about nothing. We get them, so I'm here. And what you just asked, I just tell you like I said. I'm glad to be here. Well, Mr. Pride, it's been a great pleasure. Thank you. Thank you, sir. Ba-ba doodly beep ba ba dee da dee bump dee boo ra pa dee ka na sa jee pa ki la ka na sa gilly bong da goodly dee 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 ga mong ga ga ba dee sa gilly ya hong ga a ya ga sa ga ba ki da ga mo i da ga mo go a ga sa a ga da ing a ro ka tenga la ga bo a ki ka ka no oh goodbye